deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello, listeners. This is Tanisha Baker thanking you for tuning in to this edition of Talking with T. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay engaged, educated, empowered, encouraged, and of course, entertained. We touch on trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, deep discussions, and much more. It is March 28th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Lady Gaga, Reba McIntyre, and Cheryl James, better known as Salt, of the female rap trio Salt and Pepper, and R&B singer Lettucey. It is also the birth date of William Harvey Carney, an American Civil War soldier who was the first African-American to be awarded the Medal of Honor. On this date in history, Bill Russell becomes the first African-American to coach an NBA team, which was the Boston Celtics. Also on this date in 1939, the Renaissance, the first black pro basketball team, became the first black team on record to win a professional world's championship. And on this date in 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. led 6,000 protesters in support of striking sanitation workers through downtown Memphis. One person died and 50 people were injured when disorder erupted as they were attacked by mobs and the police. Today on the national calendar is National Weed Appreciation Day. Now listen, let me explain about this day. It falls every year on March 28th to remind us that some weeds are beneficial to us and our ecosystem. Humans have used weeds for food and herbs for much of recorded history. Some are edible and nutritious, while other weeds have medicinal value. All March, we have celebrated the life and legacy of women who have made contributions throughout history. Women have been significant in progress, innovation, inventions, and more. Women are still making history as their stories honor the past, inform the present, and inspire the future. We applaud all women who have done remarkable things and have left footprints through time. There are so, so many women that are deserving of our honor, respect, and recognition. I encourage you to learn about women who have contributed so much as inventors, scientists, educators, actresses, singers, poets, doctors, judges, lawyers, pilots, athletes, politicians, and more. Our theme this month is Motivated in March. This is the last week of the month, and I wanted to remind you to stay motivated and dedicated. Today only happens once. Make it count. Find your why and your reason. If you get tired, rest. Don't quit. Keep going regardless of the pace. Move forward. You may not be there yet, but you are closer today than you were yesterday. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Turn up the volume, boost up the sound. I have something on my mind and it's about to go down. 
A very hot topic is concerning the confirmation hearings of Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson. I debated whether to address this on the show or not, but my spirit would not let me rest until I got a few things off my chest. We grow through differences of opinion, but rarely through collective ignorance. I often say it's great for you to form your own thoughts and opinions, but do so being informed. My thoughts will align with some and differ from others, but I'm going to bring it to you straight with no chaser. First of all, no one, not one single solitary person is perfect and will please 100% of people or choices all the time. Secondly, there should be a certain civility and ethics involved when dealing with human beings. Questions should be relevant or stated with a purpose or at least an effort in gaining insight that is pertinent to the position being considered. I am really disappointed in how we would allow our own personal preferences or biases interfere with common sense judgment. I've read and heard people attempting to disqualify her because she's married to a white man. Well, whether your preference is to mate within your race or not does not change who you are. Sometimes you cross paths with somebody, you're compatible and love grows. And that's really not even relevant in this case. Perhaps it would be different if she were married to the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan or if her husband stormed the Capitol on January 6th. But the fact that Judge Jackson is married to a white man does not make her less black. As you attempt to question her judgment because she married someone of her choice over yours, I consider that to be limited. But even if it were a valid argument, we would have a hard hill to climb because some of y'all out here with people within your own race that are more harmful by their character than their color. And I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Some of y'all out here with people who are more harmful because of their character than their color. Now, although I have a romantic fondness for black men, if you found love differently, go be great. That being said, the issue of dating and marrying outside of your race is complex from a societal context, but I deem it not a mountain to die on in this case. The next point is around the questions. While most sane minds understand the ignorance of being asked to define woman, some found her answer as another excuse to attack her credibility. I'm going to help y'all out a little bit. Bear with me. Some people have said she was evasive. While there is a dictionary definition that is rather open-ended and a biological definition, which is currently being questioned, to define the essence of being a woman encompasses so much, so much, that it may be hard to capture and each of you will probably have a different answer or modification. So do you not think that a woman with her qualifications and intelligence was not making a chess move? She graduated magna cum laude from Harvard University, then attended Harvard Law School where she graduated cum laude and was an editor of the Harvard Law Review. The list could go on, but you can read that for yourself because I shared her qualification comparisons to other sitting Supreme Court justices. And it appears she is definitely the most qualified because remember that no one is perfectly qualified. But I'm looking and she seems to be the most qualified. You can also find that on my webpage, talkingwitht.com, if you can't find that social media post. Now, all that being said, there's a concern about her being too lenient on sex offenders and other cases. Okay, so if you believe that, 
That's fair. That's a valid concern. But remember, the position is to be one of several Supreme Court justices. We aren't hiring somebody to be God. So if you have one credible concern against a myriad of positives, do the math. And by the way, the allegations against her, quote, being too soft were proven to be meritless and as an attack. There were also letters from abuse survivors and organizations supporting Judge Jackson. As always, though, I'm happy to hear from you and you can share your thoughts on a relevant post on my social media pages. Or again, you can comment directly on TalkingWithT.com. I cringe while I witnessed the unfair unjust interrogation of Judge Jackson, and I reflected on how as a black woman, this isn't a revelation, but a remembrance and a reminder of not only my own personal experiences, but of many intelligent, competent, strong, and compelling black women through time. I, for one, will not deny nor bury her greatness. I said what I said, as did New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, Listen to what he shared that brought Judge Jackson to tears. You have earned this spot. You are worthy. You are a great American. Your hero is Constance Baker Motley. Mine, she has sat on my desk for my offices that I've held. She's my icon of America. Her name is Harriet Tubman. There is a love in this country that is extraordinary. You admitted it about your parents. They loved this nation, even though there were laws preventing them from getting together. When they were loving, there were laws in this country that would have prevented you from marrying your husband. It wasn't that long ago. It was last generation. But they didn't stop loving this country, even though this country didn't love them back. And what were the words of your heroes and mine? What did Constance Baker Motley do? Did she, this country that she saw insults and injuries, when she came out of law school, law firms wouldn't even hire her because she was a woman. Did she become bitter? Did she try to create a revolution? No, she used the very constitution of this nation. She loved it so much, she wanted America to be America. As Langston Hughes wrote, oh, let America be America again. The land that never has been yet, but yet must be the land where everyone is free. Oh, yes, I say it plain. America never was America to me, but I swear this oath, America will be. That is the story of how you got to this desk. You and I and everyone here, generations of folk who came here and said, America, I'm Irish. You may say, no, Irish or dogs need to ply, but I'm going to show this country that I can be free here. I can make this country love me as much as I love it. Chinese Americans first forced into near slave labor, building our railroads, connecting our country, saw the ugliest of America, but they were going to build their home here and say, America, you may not love me yet, but I'm going to make this nation live up to its promise and hope. LGBTQ Americans from Stonewall women to Seneca, hidden figures who didn't even get their play until some Hollywood movie finally talked about them and how they were critical for us defying gravity. All of these people loved America. And so you faced insults here that were shocking to me. Well, actually not shocking. But you are here because of that kind of love. 
and nobody's taken this away from me. So you got five more folk to go through. <laughs> five more of us. And then you can sit back and let us have all the debates. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a well-charted Senate floor because it's not going to stop. They're going to accuse you of this and that. Heck, in honor of your person who shares your birthday, you might be called a communist. But don't worry, my sister. Don't worry. God has got you. And how do I know that? Because you're here. And I know what it's taken for you to sit in that seat. I encourage you to listen to his whole speech, which shook me to my core. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're listening to Talking With T. Everybody's Talking With T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we continue to review trending news. And I know I took up a good portion of today's show as I vented my opinion surrounding the confirmation hearings of Judge Kentonji Brown-Jackson, but I reserved some time for our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, as well as our very own know-it-all, Professor J. As is the nature of society and media, as well as a reflection of our racial and ethnic ties, we come across stories celebrating people of color, but also ones that are deflating. Some we share, some we don't. But Pam brought a story to my attention this week about a school in rural Windsor, New York, which is predominantly white. When I say predominantly, like almost all white, except maybe one or two students. And as much as we try to educate our youth, all youth, all colors, while folks out here burning books and trying to erase my history and such, and they say it's because it's too hurtful for these fragile ears to hear, this school has a student-led, quote, gangster night. And all these kids dressed up as, quote, gang members. They wore sagging pants, heavy jewelry, tried to depict stereotypes of black people. So, you know, social media went in hard after photos started to surface and the one and only black staff member, Kashif Summers, expressed how he was disappointed and offended and not one person responded. So I wrestled with this a little bit, and here's where I landed. You may dress as a person or character, but I don't think it's right to dress as a whole culture or depict a whole culture in a negative way. Maybe if they'd had Wakanda night, that may have been different. I don't know. Maybe not. But they didn't have a black student represented or their voice heard in this. The ones that did attend the school were offended. And so I'm interested in your thoughts on this. Well, I uh, read the article that Pam shared with us as we, as we were preparing for today's show. And this school uh, seems to have a very problematic history with race relations uh, anyway. So this isn't something that has just surfaced. Uh, what was the, the teacher, the black teacher's name? I forgot it that quickly. Because she's Summers. Okay. All right. Mr. Summers is the uh, only black staff member he, uh, at this particular school. Uh, however, he was met with much resistance from a lot of the members of the community who simply told him that he needed to relax and the kids were just having good fun. 
However, uh, students of color and of other ethnicities and other religions uh, said that they felt uh, as if they were being uh, discriminated against. Uh, Jewish student mentioned that there was a, a swastika that was uh, drawn in the school and there was no action taken. Uh, several African-American students mentioned being called racial slurs and a teacher even had the gall to simply move the African-American student seat and told the, the student to get to just get some thick skin. So, ugh. Yeah, this seems to be going on for quite some time at this particular school, and I'm pretty sure that they're glad they have those type of African Americans there, whether they're <laughs> another type there. Because you don't just go out here and act like you're a cripple or blood. Yeah, it might have gone differently. Okay, listeners, we would also be interested in your thoughts on this. Do you think? that this activity should be considered as racist or in innocent fun. You've heard what we had to say, but you can visit TalkingWithT.com or our social media pages to leave your thoughts. More in the news, Tennessee law and Knoxville Police Department policy each require officers to activate both lights and sirens if they exceed the speed limit during an emergency call for service. A Knoxville police officer was speeding at more than 80 miles per hour without lights nor siren activated when he struck a car on Kingston Pike. This is here in Knoxville, Tennessee, killing the 27-year-old driver. The family of Mauricio Luna just reviewed the dash cam footage and has filed a wrongful death lawsuit. Knox News recently reported that District Attorney Sharm Allen will not prosecute Officer Cody Klingman for the wreck, and he remains on active duty. Wow, and wow backwards. I got you. Yeah, disturbed, maybe confused by the difference in the outcome and what is clearly stated as law. Well, um, well, you know, I can comment on on KPD anyways. Okay. Well, well, Pam, we'll move on to the next story. You'll be able to comment on this one. We all saw the sad story of the 14-year-old who died from a freefall ride at Orlando, Florida's Icon Park. He was on spring break visiting from St. Louis with his football team. His name is Tyree Sampson. And our hearts go out to his family and those that loved him. It was reported that he told his friends that he didn't think he would make it through the ride. And if he didn't, to tell his mom and dad that he loved him. When I say that just took me out, it was so tragic. And I used to pride myself at not being afraid to get on any ride at any park. I have ridden the fastest, tallest, and scariest of rides. Now, that's in the past. Because now, baby, you can't make me ride. I'd probably be good to get on that little, uh, what's the one with the horses? Uh, Merry-go-round. Yeah, I might do good to get on that. After so many incidents, I'm just too fearful. Yeah, I I don't fool with a lot of those rides myself. Um I'm still traumatized from going on a roller coaster at Six Flags and losing my glasses. I mean, I, 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 that that was traumatizing enough for me. So I can just imagine how um, I can just imagine that this family uh, felt thousands of times worse at losing their son on this ride. Um, mm. And the video has been shared countless times across social media and. 
innocent people are having to relive the trauma themselves who were not there. And truthfully, my heart goes out to uh, everybody connected to this young man. Yes, I made the mistake of looking at the video first um, before, you know, reading up on it. This was before they acknowledged that it was a 14-year-old kid. Um, But once that hit me, it's something that you just can't unsee and you can't unhear. And the fact that he was there without his parents and he wanted, you know, his friends to tell him that he loved them, it was it was just a lot because my one of my sons was just at that very um, park and his friends was wanting to ride it. This was a couple of weeks ago. His friends wanting to ride it. He was like, "No, that's too that's too high." So they didn't get on it. But just the fact that they lost their child and people are so insensitive, keep you know sharing it and sharing it. And Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, you want to put me in Facebook jail. For saying I'm gonna choke somebody, but you don't let make them take this video off. That's crazy. So that we may have to talk about this as a whole segment. Prepare for it next week, as far as social media etiquette and when things are shared, not shared. You know what type of parameters can be put in place or algorithms? Because you're right. You know it's shocking to those who've seen it. It's definitely newsworthy. But, you know, once it hits that first post, it goes on and on and on. And I don't know if it's intentional, but, again, the family has to relive it every time they see it or they can just not be on social media at all. But I think that's an interesting conversation to have. So y'all get ready for that. Yeah, and one more thing, the upside of it is that the people that originally recorded it, it shows the negligence it you know they didn't go to that side and check him he wasn't secure in it you could just see that it wasn't right so that's the only good thing that may come out of it is that it's proof because without that proof you know they would just say oh well maybe he did something up there you know how they'll they'll do so that's the only good thing that they got actual proof now right so they could spin it any way they want it to is what you're saying pretty much exactly Mm. okay Many of us watched the Oscars on Sunday night. For those that did not, I'm sure by now, you've heard about the altercation between Will Smith and Chris Rock play out live. They couldn't edit it and take it out before social media grabbed it, and it was all over the place. Jay, let the folks know what happened. Well, apparently Chris Rock, who is known for not having much of a filter, made a joke about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith being in G.I. Jane and her shaved head. And, of course, Will Smith calmly walks up on stage and slaps Chris Rock calmly. Mm-hmm. Will Smith returns to his seat and yells twice, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And, of course, between your mouth, yeah, mm-hmm, there we go. We can't say it on the air. He said it at the Oscars, but we can't say it on the air. That was the shocker, wasn't it, for the show? It, I, I it didn't was. watch it after that. I was too busy on social media and reading the articles about it. That was the shocker. If you had seen the people's faces in the audience, they was they didn't know what to do, did they? 
They didn't know what to do. They was like, am I in the right place? Is this the Oscars or the BET Awards? That's why I can't stand you sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, he politely walked up there, fresh to death in his suit, and smacked him. And then walked off and put his finger up in the air and said, kick my wife's name out your beat map. No, he didn't put his finger in the air, but. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Here's the thing. He walks up there so calmly, and then Chris Rock says, Will Smith just slapped the crap out of me. And at this point, I'm not sure if it's a joke or not. But then when he got to his seat and started yelling, like he said, not once but twice very clearly, then we started thinking, oh, this is not a joke. Right. Hmm. This isn't This isn't Will from Bel-Air. This is Will from from Western. Born and raised. <laughs> On the playground is where he spent my, Okay, y'all, I, I ain't going there. <laughs> Do the whole song. Well, we, we know it's going to be some spill out from this. So, listeners, stay tuned. We'll keep investigating. P.I. Pam will stay on top of it. The Know It All Professor J will make sure we're informed. And that will be it for this bit. I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But be reminded, you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE. And when you turn down for the evening, check out the smooth grooves from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Obstacles are what you see when you take your eye off the goal. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.